0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, December 18th, 2022. For unto us a child is born. Resolve.
1: We are grateful for each one of you. I know that some of you have been here a lot and some of you for the very first time. And we're blessed and we pray that you feel welcome and loved by being here today. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made. It's no accident that any one of us are here today. And those joining us online, we are one church, many locations. Settle us in that we might feel a touch, that we might connect with you a little bit more as we learn about Joseph. We thank you and praise your holy name. You are glorious. Amen.
0: Amen. So Christmas, the Christmas season, and that means movies, right? And I know, we're going to talk about favorite movies. I know, Barry, yours is It's a Wonderful Life, right? It's a wonderful life. It's playing downtown right now, yeah. Any others? Die Hard. <laughs> hold on to that just a minute. That, hold on to that. We're going to get back to that one in just a minute. Any others? White, White Christmas. Christmas. Gee.
1: Huh? Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Elf. Home Alone. Christmas with the Cranks. Family Stone. That's a different one. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Christmas Vacation. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Mm.
0: Yeah. My personal favorite is one called Family Man. I don't. You know, might not have heard that one. Nicholas Cage. Back to yours. Die Hard. Now, see, we have a debate. How many think Die Hard is not a Christmas movie? How many think it is?
1: Oh, it's about half and half. <laughs> well, All there right. you go. So <coughs> it is fun to watch movies. It seems that a lot of us tend to watch a little more movies recently. <laughs> You know, who wants to admit that they've been watching the Hallmark Channel? All Boy, right? He, he
0: jumped right you up jumped on that, jumped right man. up on
1: that, all right. Man. Now they've got also Amazon Prime and Netflix, you know, some really good movies. You know, if you've watched one Hallmark movie, though.
0: You've watched them all, baby. Kind of
1: seen them all, because they basically have this same plot going on. <laughs> There's a guy, there's a girl. Somehow they find each other. They fall in love. Everything's glorious. And then there's a complication. And then they separate. Wait a Let me see
0: that complication again. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to miss
1: that. It's good. I haven't tried that with you. There's a complication, Alan. You've tried it. I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so then there's a complication and then the circumstances weave together and they get back together and they live happily ever after. Right? I mean, isn't that the way it goes?
0: It's, it's a, rather so a bit of a formula.
1: Predictable. <coughs> also, in these movies, <laughs> Have you noticed that the set kind of looks the same? You've got the town square, or you've got the barn, or you've got the bakery, and they all kind of look the same. It's like, I just watched this movie and it looks like the same setting as you know the last movie I watched. But they are fun. And the other thing is, everybody knows each other in town. And also, we didn't say this, like Doc in one movie, is Doc in another movie but a different name or that, you know, it's a lot of the same characters (laughs) even.
0: Uh -uh. Mm -mm.
1: You still like it. You're going to watch one today? Yes, you are. Good for you. Man,
0: you're a diehard. Oh, wait a minute, different (laughs) movie. Now, that first Christmas, the one that took place, you know, over 2,000 years ago, It had some aspects of those Hallmark movies, it did, but then on the other hand, it didn't, like like how they first met. That first Christmas, the guy and the gal didn't just happen to run into each other, they didn't get introduced by a friend, they didn't smile warmly at each other as they were dropping mini marshmallows into their steaming hot chocolate at the winter extravaganza in town. Now back in the day, in that place at that time, they had what's known as arranged marriages. They still do that, that, still do that today someplace, like in India they do that. But um, when, when Mary and Joseph were young, very young, uh, their parents set it up. Uh, there was a dowry paid for, uh, by her parents, and they were engaged to be married in the future, sometime in the future. That's not to say that it was in concrete. They could have chosen to not go through with it up to a point but there comes a point where they both agree and, and, and at that point it becomes a betrothal maybe you've heard that in some of the versions of scripture calls it says the betrothal and when that happened they were they were as good as married except for the consummation of the marriage and in fact they were even called husband and wife at times to break it off at that point would have what well, would have been called a divorce that's how That's how serious it was. The betrothal lasted for like a year, and then the wedding took place. The marriage was official.
1: Well, Mary and Joseph were betrothed. Matthew chapter 1. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly.
0: Now it's starting to sound like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> you know, I wonder, I wonder how Joseph learned that she was pregnant. Um, did she tell him? And if not, how did he find out? And if she did tell him... I would think she would have included the part about the angel Gabriel and the Holy Spirit and all that. And then you got to say, what, didn't he believe her? Or did he believe her, but he just didn't want to deal with it, you know? Uh, Maybe that's why he was willing to divorce her quietly, being faithful to the law, as the scripture tells us, and yet not not expose her to public uh, disgrace. A lot of questions, not many answers, right? <laughs> you know, those homework those movies have nothing on this story, do they?
1: Well, as we said last week, the world was so different back with Mary and Joseph than it is today. For Mary to be with child prior to the marriage, she was likely to have been stoned to death very different world. The consequences were real, and the consequences were, secu- were um, severe. And so here we have Mary pregnant, and Joseph is not the father. I think it's difficult for us to understand the severity of this because our, our current um, culture is so very, very different. But Mary and Joseph, they were right in the middle of quite an interesting situation.
0: The thing about Joseph is it seems he seems to be the embodiment of, 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 of something that his stepson, Jesus, would preach about years later. We find this in Luke 6, verse 29, the New International Version. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If Someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from that. I I don't mean that Joseph was uh, slapping and not slapping that, but I mean, I think the the main message of this scripture is don't take another person's actions to determine yours. Don't base what you do on someone else's actions. Uh, Even though Mary had apparently made a poor choice, Joseph was on the receiving end of that choice. He chose to be a just man. He chose to be a righteous man. He chose to be a merciful man, unwilling to put Mary to shame, resolving to quietly divorce her, I think tells us a great deal about the quality and character of this man, Joseph. It gives us insight into why God chose him to be the earthly stepfather of his son, Jesus Christ, God's son, Jesus Christ.
1: He resolved to divorce her quietly. So resolve means to have firm determination on a course of action. He was a just man and Joseph was unwilling to put Mary to shame for whatever the reason and so he tried to handle this in a way that was kind and compassionate. He was just going to end it quietly, move on, go to a different place. I don't know what he was going to do. Look to the future, say goodbye to the past, or so he thought.
0: (laughs) Or so he thought. Um, sometimes, Sometimes sleep is our greatest challenge when it comes to trying to move on from something, trying to put it in the past and move to the future, especially when an angel's involved. (laughs) We read in Matthew 1, 20-23, But as he, Joseph, considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgins shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which
1: means God with us. So how about when we resolve to do something, you know, we have it all planned out already, and then we get this nudge that we have to take a different turn. My spiritual gift, as many of you know, is um, administration. I am like the queen of organize and, or, organization and lists. lists. I have my list already for tomorrow. Some of you might be on it that I need to contact. Just kidding. Anyway, but I value that. I thank God for that, but it also can get in the way. And so while I have this gift that I can't help because it's given by the Holy Spirit, my personal mission statement, and it has been this for 30 years, is to be ready to respond when God interrupts. To be ready to respond when God interrupts. Because I may resolve to have this already straight down the list, done, checked off, move on to the next day, but God just may reroute me. Has anybody ever had that? Am I alone in this? No. (laughs) And here's the thing. It's important that we pay attention to the nudges. And in our own resolution to get something done, to take care of sometimes very important things, if the Holy Spirit gives us a nudge, and Or you might feel this little something come into your head or something come into your heart. That something could be the spirit of God saying, okay, this is what I want you to do instead. And it's like, oh, don't you just love it when that happens? Not. Actually, actually, I do because I want to be in alignment with God and I know many of you do too. And so... We can resolve to do something, but get ready for God to do a 180 like he did with Joseph. And when we do, it's always right. God always has the perfect plan for us. And to not respond to that and go in God's direction is really being disobedient. Who wants that? No. It might be fun at first, but it's really not fun in the long run. And so... God's plan is always perfect. Isaiah 55, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, Carrie, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts.
0: You know, we're not told the name of this angel, are we? We're not told whether it's Gabriel or Maybe some other angel. My guess is Gabriel, but what do I know? Uh, Apparently that's not important in this case. What's important is that God gave Joseph an about faith. Through the angel he told Joseph to not fear, and he was very specific of what he was not to fear. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, the angel said. What is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, Imagine, you imagine you got this plan and then you're told, relax, don't worry, fear are not, I've got this under control, it's much bigger than you are, I've been planning this for a long, 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 long time. (laughs) In fact, hundreds of years ago, I spoke of this through uh, my prophet Isaiah, God says, basically, saying that the virgin would give birth to a son and would call him Emmanuel, God with us, God with us. Can you imagine what it was like for Joseph as he was sleeping and dreaming that night? Wow.
1: Matthew chapter 1. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus.
0: Have you ever woken from a dream that was so real that you were like sweating, breathing hard, nervous, scared? Anybody ever had that? I know I have. Wow. It's, you wake up, it takes you a minute or two to realize that it was a dream, it was so real. Kind of get your bearings, relax, take a breath, calm down. Man, I, must, I wonder what it was like for Joseph that night must have been wild. Yeah, First of all, I wonder, why didn't he get an in-person visit from the angel? Mary got one, right? He gets his in a dream. Which
1: could be questioned, actually. Did I really dream that? Did I really? Hmm.
0: Who knows? We're not told why. Must have been a reason, but we don't know. But anyway, he got in a dream, and that's that.
1: But when he woke up, It was message delivered, message received. (laughs) He got it. He did it. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded. His resolve took a 180. And instead of being resolved to divorce Mary quietly, he resolved to take her as his wife. What a turn. And not only that, he resolved to take her as his wife and not just his betrothed, and he chose to not consummate the marriage until after Jesus was born. She was a virgin, not only for the conception, but for the birth as well.
0: I think you got to give Joseph a lot of credit here. I I know he had a dream with an angel and had given him instructions from God. I get all that. He, He was told just what to do and what not to do. But still, I mean, sometimes I think we do, and we ignore it. (laughs) This is big stuff. This is really big stuff. A dream, but Joseph trusted. Joseph was faithful. Joseph changed his resolve exactly the opposite of his original plan. And he resolved to stay put, make Mary his wife, be father to the child, and then proceed on in life as husband and wife, with all the benefits post-manger. Continue to be a just man, faithful man, a faith-filled man, a good husband for Mary and a good earthly father for Jesus.
1: So what does that have to do with us here in 2022? Many of us have heard this story All of our lives, Mary and Joseph, and how Joseph, you know, in a dream, changed, God changed his mind. What is it that you can glean from this story this year? What might be a reminder? Or what might be some new thought? Because these stories that we've heard over the ages for much of our lives it's still alive. The Word of God is alive and can speak to us in so many ways. In fact, it informs our very behavior, our actions, our thoughts. I think for me, it's just a reminder that I need to resolve to continue to let God in instead of my agenda to reroute me when necessary. For me, that's what that means. But for Joseph, it meant that he would carry himself with dignity and honor. He would live it out in righteousness. He could have brought shame upon Mary and her family, but he didn't. He chose to respect her. And as he responded to the Lord in the dream, and he became faithful. Just think, he became the earthly father of the Son of God. That's huge. That's huge. Now, that part's like a Hallmark movie, because it ended, well, that part of it ended well. Actually, that part of it was tough but then the outcome for us is glorious. How do you relate to this story about Joseph today?
0: So The question for us, a question for us this morning is, where is it in your life that, that God is calling you to change your resolve, to choose a new path, to change a decision? Where is God telling you to to maybe offer somebody grace? Where uh, at first it wouldn't seem that you should, uh, but maybe you should. Maybe offer them dignity uh, rather than shame. Where is it that you're being called to be the hands and feet of Christ, the eyes, ears, tongue? Helping rather than hurting, healing rather than hating, lo- loving rather than leaving, joyful rather than jaded.
1: You know, it's, it's a tough world out there. It's a tough world in here. We all come in with lots of heaviness, lots of burden. Days go really well and then days get really tough and the christmas season seems to bring out a lot of a lot of hurt as well as some joy so let's be kind to one another it's crazy out there on the roads it's crazy in the stores but let's not be one of the crazies let's do it differently if someone cuts you off just or if somebody's rude, just smile and say, "God bless you."
0: <laughs> let's really, just be those, really pick them off.
1: <laughs> let's just be those kind of people, though, because we don't know what anybody's <laughs> carrying. And it all comes out kind of worse right now. And so Connection Church, our challenge, is to resolve to be better and to be Christ-like, and to allow Christ's life and light to shine through us, we don't even need words. It's just by action.
0: Yeah, this time of year brings out the best and the worst, doesn't it? Um, Maybe God is telling us to offer them Christ, to offer them Christ this Christmas season. And in fact, we don't have to stop with Christmas, do we? To be a good part of the good news of Jesus. Let's believe it, let's live it, let's pray. The most holy God, I thank you for the story of Joseph. Good story. Turn him 180 and he listened. And he and, and so doing had the privilege of being the father of your son, our Savior. Lord, please give us this uh please help us to hear when you're telling us to offer them Christ and to offer them to for us to be more Christ like at all times and all places even at those times when we don't wanna be. Please give us the strength and the courage to remember your son and to use him as our model, our mentor, our guide, our savior. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we pray. All those gathered said amen.
1: Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and
0: the new life He offers.